This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now. (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And you're Between Two Sterns. Hello there. For those listeners uh, who are, you know, listening, let me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to way to crystallize it. For those let me provide let me provide something for you that you've only heard once before in the entire history of Between Two Sterns. Hey, Jared, what time is it there? Why? Why? According to my clock, it's it's eleven oh eight. Well, what that's interesting because is- it's eleven oh eight where I am as well. My God, welcome, welcome to the future. <laughs> it is true. It's the future. Welcome, so, uh, welcome, welcome to the East Coast. Thank you, everyone. I'm coming at you live from my parents' guest room in Bethesda, Maryland, <laughs> sitting on my bed like a 14-year-old. And uh, yeah, I'm back, baby. Yeah. Also, I hear this new term being kicked around that I'm supposed to be Jared Northstern. No, no, Northeastern. Northeastern. I would like to be referred to as the Stern of the North. I think that that's what <laughs> I would prefer. Well, that that does remove the the pun of I, I'm uh, Western and Western, but but that's fine. Listen, I, f- I feel like our breakdown is going to be very similar to like the evolution of your pet's nicknames, where it starts out with one, like Chloe was Chloe, and then she was Clenelope, and then she was Clo-Clo, and then she was Coco Banana, and now she's uh-huh. like, there are a thousand nicknames for her. Um, sure, you, you, can, you can have, a, you can be known as many different ways as you would like. Thank you. You are... Still tanner than me, and it blows my mind how this is the case. You well, first of all, you're in a you're in a stark <laughs> white room. If I can if I can uh, describe this to the listeners who are listening, uh, you're in a st- you're in a stark white room with a, the the bed has a has a white headboard. The only reason why I know you're there is because you're wearing black headphones and wearing a dark t-shirt. Otherwise. <laughs> You completely fade into the background. This is this is somewhere between you know a padded insane asylum room and, and a medical <laughs> surgical bay. I, I'm like in a I'm like in one flew over the cuckoo's nest right now. But yeah, I'm back. I'm 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 pretty jet lagged, but I'm I'm acclimating okay. Well, going from west to east is always, always the hardest. Hard. Always yeah. Hard. But prior to this, my sleep schedule has been completely screwed recently. So I was waking up at six thirty in the morning out on the West coast mm-hmm. just because I kept rolling it through when I was waking up early for work. And then, so I was like, all right, so six 30, I should be able to do it. But now I'm still waking up at six 30 here. Oh God. Yeah. So today I slept in and I slept until 8 AM. I've never you. been a morning person, but now I'm a, now apparently a morning person. You know, what turns you into a morning person work. Well, work does. I think age also does. I always like old people always woke up early and I always was like, why? And then I was like, cause they're just happy to be there. It's oh, like no, I get no, no, no. another one. I get no. another day. That's not what that's not what that that could be part of it. What is but it then? As as I am closer to being an old person than you are. Valid. <laughs> don't don't push you. back on that. Don't push back. That's all you. Thank you. What I've what I've realized is there is an internal alarm clock that is I've got to pee. And oh, that's what gets that's what why older people get up earlier in the morning. 
Every yeah. because a dog maybe wakes you up at five thirty in the morning and says they have to go out. So all of the old person issues that anybody like I know my brother's like eight years younger than me, but has been slowly getting like like old breakdowns being like folded into him. All of mine hit at thirty nine. Like I was. <laughs> I was 18 years old until I was 39 and now everything cracks. I now have to wake up in the morning to pee or I'm going to pee the bed. And I've had some, I've had some near misses recently <laughs> where I've just been like, I've, I've, I've banked less time than I thought I needed to in order to make it to the bathroom. And I was like, Oh, this is a photo finish when it wouldn't have been in the past. How far away is your bathroom? I'm never more than five feet away from a bathroom. I, I bring a little, okay. a portable metal pan with me. I, you know what? There's a lot of weirdness going on right now. I went to, um, they just opened a new Trader Joe's near my parents' place. Come here. Chloe wants to come in and say hi. She's a little wigged out by everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm going through this Trader Joe's and I realized something that I've never actually thought was true before. What's that? It's more expensive in Bethesda than it is in California. Let's take a bag of, of raw, unsalted almonds for a second, a snack that I'm very familiar with. Why? I don't know why we'd want to take a bag of raw, <laughs> unsalted almonds, but go ahead. Let's say we're taking them to put them out of their misery. And just, Look, <laughs> just Can this just be completely hypothetical? Because I like some salt on my almonds if I can. Yeah, we're we're going to rescue let's, let's a, flavor. We're going to rescue a bag of almonds from Trader Joe's. We're going to bring them home. We're going to roast them. We're going to salt them. Maybe a little bit of honey. We're going to save these almonds. <laughs> Bag at uh in California four ninety nine out here five ninety nine. Interesting, yeah. So I mean, not very interesting. But it's... <laughs> not not interesting enough for people to keep listening through the rest of the yeah, episode. I mean, we, we just <laughs> we just lost a shit ton of listeners who are no longer listening. But interesting to us. But no, I'm here. I'm I'm happy. My family's here. My, I'm around my nieces and nephews again. Alex, my my sister's daughter, just fucking hates me. Like hates every you. time she looks at me, she starts screaming and crying. Well, she thinks she's seeing a ghost. <laughs> it's true five months ago we were great we were we i held her she was fine but she's at that phase where she just hates everybody the cat's doing well chloe was a rock star flying across the country not a sound out of her in the carrier not an accident not a peep she's an absolute gem and uh cool. yeah i'm back here for the next like five or six days no back here until saturday and then i drive up to new york uh where it's still snowing by the way i don't know if you guys know this yeah it's still four feet of snow up there always always <laughs> You chose this. So this is why I'm the stern of the north, because I'm going beyond the wall. I'm going beyond the wall. Winterfell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the adjustment is going to start taking place in the next couple of months where it's going to be like, hey, Jared, are you good to record tonight? And I'm going to be like, no, I still don't have power. And you're like, mm. OK, well, light a fire and let me know that you're OK tomorrow. It's been a while since we've spoken because we like the last episode we put out was, I think, April 5th. Yeah, it's been a second. I think we it's took like a 10 little bit. days because I was moving and everything. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's been a lot of chaos happening in the real world. And so a lot of chaos in the real world. You, thank you for for your patience in the in the virtual world waiting on waiting on this new album. We, you, your presumed impatience <laughs> is appreciated. Thank you very much. By the way, uh, before we go any further, I have a special thank you Ooh. to the, our listeners who are listening. Um, <laughs> Not gonna let that go. Is that the new slogan for between two starts? Between it two starts, be. we have listeners who are listening. And they're listening. Yes. <laughs> well, because we had four as, listeners who are listening. That's it. Between as, two starts, four listeners who are listening. We're listening. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we we're gonna put something on a t-shirt. Maybe that's it. We've had a lot of arbitrary milestones yeah. on this show, and I know that our our show is a small, tiny show in the greater universe of podcasts. We don't, we don't have a vast network of listeners who Correct. are listening. 
I would say you can count our listeners in the multiple dozens on a good week. But I don't like to discriminate, Jared. So I would really like to not only include the listeners who are listening, who we love, but I'd also like to include the listeners who are not listening in those <laughs> numbers as well. And if that's the case, we have millions of listeners across the board, who abo- yeah. across the uh, globe, who are not listening to us right now. Yeah, so and we I- just, if, if we count the listeners who are patently ignoring us, then yeah, there's, there's, there's tons. Uh, but anyway, so I, I, I had set a goal, or we had set a goal, just based on the current listenership and where, and where we were heading. And I wanted yes. to hit 3,000 plays for the show before we reached episode 60, which would give us an average of 50 listens per show. Now, obviously, things are spread that, out. That's just math, everyone. It is You're just welcome. math. That's, that's, just, that's just simple math right there. It is. It is. And, and so I, I, I thought that would give us a nice, healthy average. Well, I, I don't know how to explain it, uh, but thank you to everyone who caught up with the show over the last like week and a half because we topped 3000 plays and this just now before this episode even comes out this is episode 57 so we did that at episode 56 everything now is gravy going up to 60 yeah so so thank you guys for 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 sticking us uh in your ears and thank you for listening to our uh eponymous claptrap we appreciate it I would also like to spend out a special thank you to whoever uh, hacked and stole my fairy goddaddy TikTok account. I'd like to attribute a lot of this listenership to them. Um, but, no, but oh yeah, but, but still, but that wasn't the episode they were listening to. Still, I, I feel like I should give a thank you to them. I'd still really like the uh, the account back if you could throw that back my way. I'd really truly appreciate. You it. found no way to get Have that. Have you ever tried to contact TikTok? There's no no. Number. It's email no, support. I'm 46. <laughs> I can. Uh, we should generate just a list of rhetorical questions that have come up <laughs> between two starts. Have you ever tried to contact TikTok? Uh, no, I mean, I'm in support email uh, limbo right now. So I've sent them okay. a couple of emails right now. But uh, They're not being very supportive is what you're saying. No, no, they're they not. Are, they are listeners who are not who listening. Who are not listening. <laughs> yes. But 3,000, so, that's, that's insane. I mean, to think about to think about where we started this podcast, right? Like, not even the recording of it, but just the conversation about it. I mean, this, we, we talk about this frequently, but this started out as just you and I wanting to meet and perform in D.C., yeah. To me moving back across the country to us starting a podcast. And now I'm back. Life. Yeah. It's it been happened. It's been an amazing journey. And I I, I just want to say how interesting it's been to be able to spectate your life. <laughs> because I think you are the more interesting Jared Stern. You have a lot more going on in your life. You've got a lot more just just a lot of life happening to you. There's a lot of chaos. I, I, I have I have I have settled in in my 40s. <laughs> And, you know, married, happily married, uh, dog. <laughs> Another important distinction. Very Just as important, important as listeners who are listening versus not listening, married versus happily married, a very <laughs> important distinction. I lead a very boring life is what I'm trying to say. Content. I, I, I think you lead a content life. Sure, sure. That, that, that too. Uh, but Which I have from... strived for for years. I just want to be content and boring and stable and not having moved for, you ready for this? The 33rd time in 21 years. 33 times? This is going to be the 33rd time I have moved in 21 years. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not going to do that math because... And apparently my therapist feels I'm afraid of commitment in some (laughs) way. (laughs) So much so I can't complete a sick or a 12-month lease. But that's a... 
are, are you telling me this is this is what I'm getting from, from that from that sentence that this podcast has been the longest committed relationship you've been a part of? Yes. Holy shit. So there are <clears throat> I have I've once completed a one year lease okay. and I have once stayed in a location for two years. Wow. But other than that, uh, it's not uncommon for me to move like two to three times a year. Do you just leave shit in boxes? Like, what do you, even, how do you, why do you even bother unpacking? Well, that's the thing. I'm such a minimalist at this point. I barely own anything. Um, <laughs> you know, I've done it different times over the years. A lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, I was very nomadic. I was working in restaurants and bartending sure. and serving. And when you're in New York, you either have roommates or you're living with your significant others. And um, as a track record, living with significant others doesn't usually last long for me. It usually has like an eight month shelf life. So <laughs> <laughs> before, and I assume they realize, oh, I can't stand him. Like, I think they go into it with like the best of expectations, but no, we um, always do. We always do. But yeah. So, you know, in New York and California, it's not uncommon to kind of like bounce around a little bit, grab a, uh, like a a sublet or like a short-term lease with people. But yeah, I bounced around a lot. I could dedicate an entire episode of the podcast to just go through every single move. I have a list that I've, I've documented every single move I've done. By the way, I would like to just go out, just say this publicly. Uh, fuck spring. Are allergies not, like a thing out here right now? No, I see. Because like I'm I, having problems. I treat my allergies with a prescription strength dose of denial. And to this day, I do not have allergies. But every time, every time the seasons change, and they change often here in DC, we've gone from winter to spring to winter to spring to winter to spring in like the last two weeks. So, but every time the the, the, the seasons change and things start to bloom, I get, uh, let's say a casual cough, which is not something you want to have over the last two years. I think what you're describing you is have allergies, Jared. I mean, <clears throat> maybe sure. from, what I'm, from what I'm hearing you say is I don't have allergies yet. Every so often when things bloom and yeah. these little particles get released in the air, I somehow inhale them and develop a reaction of some sort. To I, these may n- I may or may not understand causation, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I, as a person, have not had allergies. Like I'm not allergic to things, but on occasion... When pollen seems to be in the air, I, I have a mild reaction. Do you, which is not you, an allergy. Do you wear glasses? Do you wear like reading I, glasses? No. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm heading that direction, but no, not right now. So there's going to reach a point for you, which I feel like virtually everybody goes through. I, I don't wear glasses for vision problems, but I know people who do, who either have glasses and then you need to upgrade their prescription or whatnot. They sit there and go, I don't need glasses. I don't need glasses. I just get headaches sometimes. I don't need glasses. I don't need glasses. And then they go into the optometrist and they get mm-hmm. their glasses and they're like, I can see. And it's like yeah. this instantaneous thing. I think that's what you're feeling with allergies. So I want you to do me a favor. Just mm-hmm. go to uh, CVS uh, and pick up Claritin D. That's the placebo one. D means placebo. Uh, <laughs> Is that what that means? <laughs> just want you to take it and just see if you feel better just taking the placebo. And if you do, that means you have allergies because there is no such thing as a placebo allergy medication. Mm. And I think you're going to feel a lot better. You're also going to sleep better also because 90% of allergy medicine oh, can, just knocks I- you out. No, no, I know. I've, I've, I've been in the dark sleep of Zyrtec before. Oh, I, so do you know about my allergy history? Have we ever talked about this? I'm, sh- I'm sure it's come up in the, in the <clears throat> six times we've talked. But when I was sure younger, I, I used to have allergies. Like one of the reasons I stayed out in California for so long was because nothing can bloom or survive out there. So it was the only time I ever didn't have to deal with allergies. Terrible when I was a kid. I had allergy shots when I was like 10, 12 years old up until I was 
17 or 18. What they realized doing, have you ever had a scratch test done? Yes. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with this, a scratch test is they'll do it on your arm or on your back. What they'll do is they'll like draw little circles on it and then they'll drop little droplets of things people are traditionally allergic to dog fur, cat dander, strawberries, et cetera. And sure. they'll poke you a little bit with a pinprick and whichever spots show a reaction, that's the stuff that you're allergic to. Really, really advanced medical shit we've gotten into in the uh, 20th century here. One step shy of voodoo. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, um, but I had terrible allergies, but here's the problem. I kept coming up allergic reaction to everything okay. until they finally realized that I have a condition. I'll see if I can simulate it. It might not be the same over here. I have a condition called dermatographism, which if you anybody would like to look it all up, it's a very, very, um, it is a true thing. Uh, dermito meaning skin, Latin okay. for skin, graphism meaning writing. And the reason it's called that is because my body overproduces histamine. So let's say hypothetically, somebody releases one histamine every minute. I release one every second or half a second. <clears throat> okay. My body is flooded with histamine, but it's really stupid. It thinks everything's a virus. So it attacks everything. So when I was younger, I just would scratch so much that I would start like cutting myself. I just itched constantly. Yeesh. Um, so because my body overproduces histamine, I had to take, and I, I went in phases with when the uh, patent for these medications were up. So back when Claritin was a prescription, this is 25 years ago, you had to write a prescription for Claritin, I had to take Claritin daily. And then that stopped working. Then I moved up to Allegra, that stopped working. And now I've taken Zyrtec daily for 15 years now, but you can see you a little take bit. Zyrtec daily? Yeah, because if I don't, I'll find picture. you can't see it, it's not showing up, but you can write somebody's name on my arm because when you scratch your fingernail on my arm, red lines will show up so accurately that I may, I cannot confirm or deny this, but there may have been one time or two in high school when I had a test that required a lot of algebra equations on there. You wrote I took it on your arm literally. pencil, clicked it all the way down and wrote the equations out on my arm. And then when a teacher suspected that I was doing it, I scratched my arm really quickly. She said, That's <laughs> my blood. And I go, I don't know what's happening. I go, she goes, okay, go to the nurse right now. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but yeah. Wow. Your story. You take Zyrtec every day. Every day, daily. And yet you're able to wake up in the morning. So I take it in the morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the because I've, I, I, I've taken Zyrtec before and that's, that's a hell of a drug. Like that's, that's the black sleep of the Kali Ma. That's yeah. No, I, I, maybe I, I've never really had the, the sleep. I, I have a sleep reaction to Benadryl. I never really had a sleep reaction to Zyrtec, but I've also been taking these types of medications for so long that like, yeah, I guess they're just in your system now. Exactly. Hold on for one second. Do you think there's a joke you're on uh, Instagram, right? I got, uh, yes, I am on Instagram. I got to much, but I'm on it. I saw this comedian come up. His name is Gianmarco Sorizi. Probably. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a local guy, I think. He has a joke that I think is probably one of the most important jokes currently floating around today. Important jokes. Did you just get the link I sent I you? just did. Let me Watch it for me so we can talk about it together. And then I will paraphrase the joke for everyone. Or can I just play this into the thing? I mean, I guess you can. Okay. Uh, as long you as you properly attribute it. We cannot listen to R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a pedophile. And now here's the thing. And just, just hear me out for one second. Technically speaking, technically speaking, R. Kelly is not a pedophile. Just give me one second. I promise this was Just hear me out. The, 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 the term pedophile refers to people who are attracted to those that are prepubescent. Then there's something called a hebophile. 
that's people were attracted to those in the early stages of puberty, like 11, 12, 13, 14. And then there's something called an e-fevophile. There's people attracted to those in the later stages of puberty, like 15, 16, 17, 18. But I think the reason we don't make those distinctions is because it's very hard to explain the difference <laughs> without sounding like a pedophile. The reason why I bring this up is because it's not what the subject is, it's how the information is presented. And there is no question that pedophilia is a very difficult topic to not just talk about, but to make jokes about. And sure. that is a 100% clean joke about pedophilia that simply talks about how difficult it is to have the conversation about the subject matter in a way that makes everybody laugh. And I am fascinated by how many people stand up on their soapbox and say, everybody's too sensitive. You can't joke about anything. You can joke about anything you want. You just, you just have to be, be smart an, about it. You have to be a smart. You can't be an asshole to people anymore. <laughs> like stop. And, and <clears throat> we, we could probably jump off this subject and not focus too much on it, but there's a difference between being a comedian and being a bully on stage. And I've seen both versions of people. And I think a lot of the people who are getting upset about not being able to do anything are just kind of assholes who get up on stage and attack people in the audience and are upset that they can't do it anymore. There are a lot of targets that were fair game right. back in the day that are not anymore. And mm -hmm. the, the, the primary thing is that it, audiences are getting hip to that now. Mm -hmm. Audiences mm -hmm. are, are, are the, it's not just their peers, critics or whatever, who are getting on them about it. It's, a, it's, a, they're encountering it in audiences. Well, I think I found that, I find that the argument about comedians being upset at audiences is eerily similar to the phrasing of she was asking for it because of what she was wearing and where she was at. Man, we're totally cutting this out. <laughs> but I'm not wrong. You Just this, because you go this, to a comedy club does not mean that you want a this comedian. Got heavy. Does not, mean you a, does not mean you want a comedian to just attack you and treat you like shit. There we are, went from, we went from there are some people who show up to the orgy to participate, and there are but some Lord. people who show up to the orgy to be voyeurs. And I'm Jared, saying, <laughs> Jared Stern, Jared, come Stern. on now, Stern of the North, come on now. All right, we'll move on to something else. I'm just saying. No, let me just. I want to give you the what we what we just went from what, what we just. <laughs> What the litany of things we, oh, you yeah. just you just jumped around to? My First of all, this right now. We, we, we talked about allergies. That was where we were going. I went and blew my nose. I took a break to go blow my nose. Come back. You recommended this video on Instagram. Truth. Very funny joke. Very very funny comedian. Gianmarco Cerisi. I believe he's. That's how you pronounce his name. I believe he's a local guy. I believe he is a DC guy who has done very well for himself. He's on Comedy Central and the like. Talking about his joke about pedophilia and how you're able to joke about it without making it yes. uh, a, a, harmful, a harmful thing. Yeah, so, so you went from that and then you went from uh, comedians who uh, attack the audience and uh, who blame the audience, yes. who you then liken that to- uh, Orgies. Uh, victim, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. oh you, victim you, blaming, yes. You, yes. You, went, you went to victim blaming uh, yep. for, for, for possible uh, uh -huh. uh, rapists yep. uh, or, 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 or whatever. And then, and then, and then you jump uh -huh. to uh, spectating orgies. Now, yeah. listen. I'm not going to lie to you. Hearing it all back, I'm doubling down on it. I think my screen of consciousness <laughs> makes all the sense in the world. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, to, to contextualize all of that for myself because you just went 
<laughs> super heavy. You know what? I kept it light on the West Coast because it's all about like salads and tapas out there. But out here, it's, you know, biscuits and gravy and heavy hoagies. I got to go heavy. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. And I, I just don't know. I don't know if we let are. Me, let me button this. We're the, if we're the podcast. We are. To, 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 to deal when with, you perform, with such heavy issues. When a comedian performs in a comedy club, what is the one location of that comedy club, unless they are forced to, that it's almost 100% always empty. The first two rows. Sure. Oh, yeah. No, people. Well, because, but that's the thing. Because people always assume, they assume that the comedian is going to make fun of them. What people need to realize is they're not that interesting. I that's would what they, need to, they need to realize that they are not that interesting. And we have our own jokes that we have prepared more often than not. Now, there are comedians who do, who do a lot of crowd work. But from my perspective and from the perspective of a lot of comedians I know who are just like, I just have my jokes. I'm mm-hmm. like, do my jokes. Can I do my jokes? I don't need you to insert yourself into this transaction that we're, that we're having right now. I need to do my jokes. I need you to laugh at my jokes. If something else happens that I need to react to while I'm on stage and work it into things, great. But you, I'm not here to include you in the routine. And these are the boys that are, that are giving as, us all a bad name. I'll go back to your orgy expectation. <laughs> Your, your orgy expectation missive. Uh, yeah, you're here to watch. That's what you're here to do. Yeah. You're not here to be a part of it. We're voyeurs. Yeah, no, they are. Not they're exhibit. No, the they're, no the, the audience who are coming are voyeurs. They don't want to be exhibitionists. Right. Well, they, they don't want, they say they don't want to be. But a lot of times they go there. There's no the question that, that they're audience members that go. But like, that they're going to be the guy or the girl in, in, in the meme or, or, right, or the viral right. video where the comic destroys a heckler. Or something like that and they subconsciously want to be a part of that they may say that they don't they may say that they don't want to be a part of it but they we're subconsciously uh, we're, we're like, gonna the cut reason why they're going to the comedy club because they want to be part of the show we're gonna cut all of this by the way and i know we're gonna cut it because of what i'm about to say i hear what you're saying jared what you're saying is even though they are pretending they don't want it they actually jared, do want it. Stir, jared, stop it. <laughs> what are you doing stop doing that we're cutting all of this none of this is ever no, making it ready, i was ready to keep this in <laughs> Why are you doing this? Can't help Why it. You make it about I that? can't help it. It was right. How do I? The ball. It's right there to be. You're the, wait, 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 wait. wait. Your whole point. Your whole point was. I don't even know if I have a point. No, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to <laughs> glean a point from you. Uh, your whole point of 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 making these uh, making jokes and making the uh, the audience target and punching down is not going for the easy joke. Correct. You just did. You I, just did. I put it. We brought fruit. the whole thing was all a, the way. There was grapes. There were grapes that were hanging down. They were right here. And you were like, mm, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm not a tall man. I can't reach <laughs> high hanging fruit. Well, you got to learn to get some air, buddy. I'm telling you. Because I'll, I'll get lifts. What, this, 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 this 10 minutes has been, and I'm sure it's been at least that long because it feels that long. Thank you to all the listeners who are listening. I um, think that me moving to the East Coast has been fantastic for my mental <laughs> state of this podcast. <laughs> Goodness. <sighs> so anyway, I what else? Don't is know there? Why, I just don't know why you insist upon taking these subjects in that direction. I, I, I try to. It. I try to let the subjects flow in the direction that they that they seem to be no, naturally. But you've flowing. done this multiple times. This is true. This is just who I am. This is how my brain works. Okay. It's All not. Right. It's not malicious. It's just. It's kind of like. Wait, a, not, I don't think it's malicious. I would never say it's malicious. 
Uh, but it's magically malicious. This but, uh, this segment I, of the podcast is going to play like a Nelly song on like the radio. It's just going to be like, and you just it's just constantly being bleeped every four seconds <laughs> for the next ten minutes. Well, there's nothing in here that's bleepable. I'm just trying to understand why what what the what the motivation is to constantly take the. I, I understand where you're coming from because there's a, the, the, you're making some good points there. I think, but I just I, it's. I don't know what we, 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 I don't know what specifically you're talking about. I'm just frustrated by, I get very frustrated by people who are obviously doing the wrong thing, getting upset because they're not allowed to do the wrong oh, thing. Oh, sure. Anymore. No, no, no. Obviously yeah. that, and, and that, that is the, that has been the theme of modern pop culture for the last 10 Brutal. years. People, people that, that have gotten away with shit with impunity yeah. uh, in the past who are now facing consequences and are getting angry about it for just for, for because of basic common decency mm-hmm. but but the last couple times that we brought something up like this and i i i actually did edit it out of the podcast early like in in, in previous episodes like is this the kevin james uh sports guy when i got all like pissed off about that no no no, no 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 that, that that and maybe <laughs> it, it, it went that way. but like when i brought up the the trucker convoy and you took it from like AR-15s to uh, Brock Brock Turner and oh why, yeah, yeah. Why, and that got real fucking uncomfortable and it just it just I just don't understand you 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 have a definite direction that you like to go sometimes yeah when we're talking about these 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 moral issues yeah these 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 weighty issues about either comedy or society or Agreed. whatever yeah but they they always seem to they always seem to end up back at violence against women or violence against something or For, you know it's before we me not wanting violence against no, women. No, 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 no. Not, in, in no way am i saying that you're advocating for it, no, but it always ends up in that in that i guess lane. i'm just honestly i guess i'm just frustrated by everything that's going on right now and uh yeah i really don't have much of an outlet for it so if okay, the subject well, comes you know, this, up listen this is your outlet yeah yeah this podcast is your outlet this podcast is my outlet from california to the new york highland oh, i was All right. hoping you would end it that way I was as soon as you said California, I was like, please say the New York. I, I almost jumped in and cut you off. And I was like, I trust him. I trust him to stick the leg. Okay, good. Thank you. I don't know All where right. we go from here. <laughs> I don't know either. So Passover is mm-hmm. is this it's technically tomorrow. So or whenever this po- if this podcast comes out tomorrow, then it's then Passover is today. Kog Sameach, everyone. I'm going to ask you something really stupid and just forgive me because, you know, I'm bad at all this stuff. Is no, Passover know, normally that close to Easter? It, it can it most a lot of times it is yes Be, because the Jewish holidays kind of jump around because they're on a different calendar yeah we talked sometimes about this, so, so sometimes can... it's it's right around Easter and sometimes it falls before or after or yeah I believe we made reference in a prior podcast that the Jews historically could not have their holidays set on one day because everybody was hunting them it was always chaos. <laughs> <laughs> they had to keep they had to keep it being, yeah to keep had to keep them guessing dodging, dodging around Bob and weave um, but so I, I wanted to bring something up and I, I don't often talk about my parents on the podcast because they listen to the podcast and Which, I, it's why that and, entire and, segment is getting deleted. And, 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 and I love my parents and, and I, I've, I, they've put up with a lot. I'm, I'm not in any way minimizing that they have, they have put up with a lot over my, over my 46 years, mostly in the formative years. But, but I think it's, it's so funny because listen. I'm 46. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a grown ass man. 
Okay, been sure. around a long time. Now I I have proved I have given them reason in the past to doubt my level of adulthood because I don't handle responsibility terribly well, and I forget certain things that most grown ass people my age would probably have down pat by now. I get that. That's fine. That, that, I, I get that. But just so you're no. aware, like everything you're saying, I could be saying word for word in regards oh, I know. to my yeah. Well, it's it's well, so see that, but see <clears throat> because. I'm curious if what I'm about to say yeah. translates for you because your your mother is not Jewish. No, but she's honorary. She is. <laughs> she's, okay, good. If, if Judaism can be absorbed through osmosis. <laughs> right, then, osmosis, right. Yeah. Sure. She's Jewish adjacent. And um, so my mom, again, who I love, I think she views me through a lens mm-hmm. of when I was younger and did not have a handle on things. Mm-hmm. she views me through the lens of her a her baby boy and which mm-hmm. i am and so i was over uh at my at my parents uh to take care of it we were we were having that talk of if god forbid we both get hit by a bus here's what you have to here's who you mm-hmm. have to call all that stuff we were having that conversation and was this was last week two weeks ago okay. and we are going to seder at uh at a friend of ours family friend of ours and i was tasked Andrea and I were tasked with bringing the wine. And so my mother says, okay, Jared, your father's going to go with you down, down to the store and show you which wine to get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, <clears throat> I know, I, I know you have to get kosher wine for, for Passover. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I could, I could go to a wine store and ask, Ask no, no, Jared, go with your father and 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 he'll show you. Okay. And my my dad understands where I'm coming from. Yeah. And says, and says, Judy, he he he's 46. You know, he can handle this. And this is the line that I swear to God, I'm gonna turn into something on stage. Go ahead. Stanley, he doesn't know. He's not he's not gonna know. You have to go with him, Stanley. And that to me is just kind of is crystallizes <laughs> my, I have a, <clears throat> my mother i have an immediate thought just before we get into please, the minutiae of this please if you and your family are going to seder together mm-hmm. and you are tasked with bringing the wine mm-hmm. but your father needs to go with you to show you the correct wine to get right what is your function in this transaction at this point <laughs> Shouldn't Stan simply be going to get the wine at this point? I feel like I learned the transitive property of equality at like third grade, which is yeah. you are irrelevant to this equation at this point. Right. No, no, I get it. Yeah. But but I was, <laughs> I just don't know why. And, 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 and God bless her. I love her to death. But it's taking her so long to realize that I am a functioning adult human being. Now, granted, I do a lot of silly shit. Yeah. This podcast included. <clears throat> But these are active choices of yours. These are not yeah. passive screw-ups of yours. Uh, I, my mom's very similar um, because I, I think there are two factors that are working against us. One, we don't have children. I think when sure. you have children, you become an adult in your parents' eyes because you are then caring for another human being. And there's like a forced responsibility that's put on top of you. Sure, 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 sure. Also, you are her firstborn? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we're the oldest I, as well. I, I am not only her firstborn. I am the firstborn of so she has two other sisters and so i am the firstborn of that side of the family i'm the oldest stern as well 
being around my niece and nephew, my nephew's two right now, Garrison, I can see how my sister looks at Garrison and how bright and happy he is. And I go, that's how I looked to this woman at some point in her life. <laughs> sure. Yeah. At some and point now, she, had the high, she had the highest of hopes. I'm 40 years old, sitting on a bed, talking about- 40 years old yet. Almost 40 years old, sitting oh. on a bed- <laughs> 39 years old. Savor your 30s, my friend. Sitting on a bed talking about inappropriate material at a podcast with a guy who has my exact same name in the other room. <laughs> and and I, I sit there, I go, now I understand why she asks me, what are you looking for when I open a refrigerator? Because like clearly I don't have the best sense of direction in my life. There is nothing that frustrates me more than when I'm strolling through a cabinet. Because like, look, instinctually, we're still hunter-gatherers, right? I don't have much of an opportunity for that, but being open to, able to open a cabinet of snacks and a refrigerator and to hunt and find something mm-hmm, that I sure. want, there is not a single time a door gets opened when I'm around my mother that the question of, what are you looking for? What can I get for you? What do you need? Oh, come here. I have this. I have chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> I have cereal right here. I have ice cream. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what's really good? <gasps> you know what you would really like? Hold on one second. Pulls the entire refrigerator away from the wall, unplugs it, dumps it on the ground to find this. She is insane, but really it just stems from a place of wanting to take care of her children. I know. I know. That's I it. Know. That's I know. it. She just all she wants it. to do is make sure that I'm doing the right thing. That's all. That's all she wants to do. The closest thing to yours is in order to, because <clears throat> I'm taking a bunch of stuff of theirs from here. So I'm t- attaching, like I rented a hitch from U-Haul and attaching it to a car and driving it up to mm-hmm. uh, New York. I must have answered four or five questions about this hitch. And are you sure you do? You, do you know what's going on with the hitch? Did, did you talk to them? Yes, I talked to U-Haul. We have the hitch set up. Everything is right for the hitch. Okay, but is everything everything's good for the hitch? Yes, mom. Yes. Everything is good for the hitch. Three days later, what's going on with the hitch? Mm -hmm. Mom, I need you to stop everything you're doing. I love you to death. Do you have a concern that I'm not going to be able to execute the hitch wrong? Because at this point, I feel like you've asked me a number of times about it. I've said I've got it. What can I communicate to you to make it clear that I know what I'm doing in regards to this hitch thing? It's just parents. It's not going to be. No, I know. It is just parents. And I, I have grown to appreciate them. I know that in, in, in my youth, I probably did a lot of things in spite of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but now I, I understand where they're coming from because I am closer in age to, <laughs> to them than I realized. You just realize how, how correct your parents were about things as you get older yep. and you, you go through it. You, you got to go through it. They got to let you go through it to realize mm-hmm. that, so that so that you come back to them and say, mom, dad, you were right the whole time. So yeah, I, I just always a, joke pres- a precedent has been set. So yes. I, I get it. I joked with my mom for many years. She actually, this is one of my jokes about her that she likes, where I said that my mom loves her children so much that if there was a surgery where they could surgically open her children's bodies so she could crawl physically inside of them, <laughs> That's how close she would want to be to all of her children at uh-huh. all times. It's been very funny around the house. Every time something comes up that uh, I, I might have a question about, the answer is Stanley, he doesn't know. Stan- he doesn't know. They listen to the podcast religiously, right? My, my dad listens. My mom. But your mom listen. doesn't? Here's what I no. want to do. I think that you should start providing me with these scenarios. So what I'm going to do... <laughs> is I'm gonna take a picture of a bottle of wine and then I'm gonna have my mom post up 
Jared messed up and didn't get the kosher wide for better. <laughs> and I'm just going to start documenting on Facebook me doing wrong everything that she thinks that you're not capable of doing. Mm. So that you just look better by comparison to me. You're the superior Jared Stern. Well, I, I have I do have to tell you because they have because they do listen and they they now have experienced vicariously all the things that you have been going through. <laughs> I think they have a greater appreciation for how steady I've been throughout my life. I think only you, so, so, so I, I, I want to thank you <laughs> for that because you have provided a basis for comparison, but for there, but for the grace of God, go I, kind of thing, and and now they they, they realize that the Jared Stern that they got is the know, Jared Stern they needed all along. The Jared Stern they needed all along. <laughs> It was the uh, it was the polyamory episode, wasn't it? That was the big, oh, <laughs> the big pivot. Hey, everybody! Thanks for sticking your ears between two sterns. Please leave us a five star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show? Or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at jaredstern.com.